Hello and welcome back. And we have got a bonus episode here for you. Of course, I am joined by the one and only Mr. Leighton Winston. So, on the last episode, you would have heard us talking about Battlefield Earth. So, ladies and gentlemen, not one to disappoint, we have recorded a bonus episode for you, which is, of course, Battlefield Earth. And uh, I hope you enjoy it. We didn't. your soldiers and all their advanced technology could only put up a measly nine-minute fight before they were exterminated which is why man is an endangered species <laughs> Let the torture begin. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, then. So, <laughs> Battlefield fucking Earth. Yeah, Battlefield fucking Earth. <laughs> um, let's, let's, get, let's, get, let's get the numbers out of the way first. Is okay. it? <laughs> Because these numbers are startling. Really yeah, startling. I mean, it's... Okay, it was directed by uh, Roger Christian. Um, it was produced by its star, John Travolta. Yes. Um, which, right, you know, we're going to be, we're going to try and be as respectful as we possibly can through this, but then, you know, so it was a passion project. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yes. It was, yeah, we'll just go there. Uh, it was also produced by Jonathan Crane, Ellie Samhar. Um, it was based... Uh, now, I love this. J.D. Shapiro was and Corey Mandel uh, were the screen uh, writers on this one. And yeah. um, J.D. Shapiro has actually gone on record and apologised. <laughs> didn't, didn't Corey Mandel have something to do with um, Blade Runner or something like that? He did. Um I don't know whether he sort of bought, uh, you know, he, he was able to, so he was bringing Harrison Ford his coffee or he was chief, you know, shoe tire on it. But he, he, there's a, he did have a link. Um, yeah. 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 Um, and then the, the, the book that is based on the book by L. Ron Hubbard, who, if you're not aware, L. Ron Hubbard set up a religion. Um, we're going to be respectful towards that religion we're just gonna shit all over the film yes uh, i will quote its main star and producer john devolta <laughs> who described the book as and i quote like pulp fiction for the year 3000 <laughs> and like star wars but only better <laughs> and can i just point out the book was released in 1982 yes 
So, by that point, you'd had Star Wars and yes. you'd had Fire Strikes Back. Yes, yes, yes. So, John Travolta is also obviously talking shit. Yeah, um, and I mean, it's fair to say that L. Ron Hubbard was known for... Uh, for writing science fiction. He's known yes. for being the founder of yeah. Scientology. However, as a writer, he had this... And I mean, it's an innate ability to just churn out content. Yeah, pulp, wasn't it? Shit is another one. That's that's the, the term I was thinking of, but I thought I'd give it a little bit more scope. I ha- I'll be honest with you. I have... Um, read one or two of his sort of shorter stories um and look i don't want any knocks on the doors i don't want to be harassed so um it's shit and i'm just and i'm just leaving it at that i don't give up i look i i don't fucking care um it's shit um it his ability to just churn it out is incredible that is a man you know with a he work was, ethic yeah he was he was quite quite the the author really isn't it in as much author he... in a loose tent to <laughs> in the in the in the way that you know yeah he, he got he, published he, yeah you know he, <laughs> can you imagine if l ron hubbard was on facebook <laughs> <laughs> This is oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> anyway, um, back to the numbers. Yes, uh, uh, this this film released in the year two thousand. Yeah, reportedly cost seventy three million dollars. Yes, let's put this into some context. Um, <laughs> the box office return was twenty nine point seven million dollars. Yes, right? yes. The year before. A film came out, which, even if you watch it now, looks like it came from the future, and cost <laughs> and cost ten million dollars less than this film. Yes, and that film is The Matrix. Yes. Now let's put the two science fiction films together in context. <laughs> On the one hand, you've got The Matrix. The other hand, you've got Battlefield Earth. Yes. Now. If anybody out there would like to try and explain to me how two films made probably around the same time could end up polar opposites to each other, then please contact who at the end. Now, this film, the the, um, the production company behind this film, uh, Franchise Pictures. Yes. Um, later found itself in a little bit of financial um, discombobulation uh, yes. due to the accounts that it was inflating this film's budget in order to trick people to invest in it. Yes. And yes. subsequent, but the guy who ran um, the fr- <laughs> franchise pictures owned a series of nightclubs and dry cleaning businesses. As you do. Now, of course you do. You know, I'm going to make, you know. I dry cleaning and the Hollywood industry hand in hand. <laughs> of course it does, um, and yeah, it, it basically it um, <laughs> it went under. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, and I cannot believe a major major film studio like Warner Brothers 
who produced the, the, the fucking Matrix. Yeah, yeah. Bankrolled, partially bankrolled, and Morgan Creek production. Yeah, Morgan fucking Creek, yeah. Yeah, right? Massive film, film company. Um, they bankrolled this, and I mean, look, my <laughs> my initial thoughts of when I think about this film, right, is always the same. It's a honking pile of horse shit. Oh. It, it's, yeah. you know, right? And for the very purpose of this podcast, I <laughs> I unbelievably rewatched it. Yeah, so did I. And it remains a honking pile of horse shit. Um, not even in the so. I, I, some people probably look at this and think, "Oh, it's so bad, it's good." No, 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 no. 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 There are there are numerous faults with this film. One of my notes, actually, um, and I think it's sort of, I don't think many people will actually um, will pick up on this. There's a few plot holes. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're about the size of the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fucking mad. It's insane. Yeah. I mean, yeah. let's I mean, look at this note. This film not only has one, but two. Oscar-winning actors in it. You got well, yeah. Travolta won an Oscar, doesn't he? No, no, he, he was nominated. He was nominated. Sorry, okay, you got one nominated, and I mean, let's be fair to John Travolta. He gave you know Pulp Fiction, Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He, he's you know he's given some incredible performances in his career. Yeah. yeah. Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, I and. <laughs> There are an awful lot of very good actors in this film. Um, Barry Pepper is not one of them, though. He just looks permanently confused. Yeah, but I would be in a state of permanent confusion. Yeah, and the other thing I take from it is that the cast obviously didn't read the script, or they can't read, because, I mean, there are... Lines in this. Ah, <laughs> we'll get into some of the dialogue in this. Oh, I mean, I, let's look at the cast. You've got John Travolta, Barry Pepper, um, Forrest Whitaker, Kim Coates, who's amazing in uh, Sons of Anarchy. He's amazing in it, and he's a great actor. He's a great yes. character actor. He's a yes. brilliant Fun, character actor. Funny, funny enough, he's. Um, I follow him on Twitter, and. <laughs> He's recently won an award for a stage play that he's done in America, right? And yeah. it's quite a prestigious award, right? Yeah. And you just see him in this, and he's reduced to making animal noises. Oh, 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 oh. He sounds like he's having a painful one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just, I mean, I mean, you, you we go, right? <laughs> You've got the lead character. His name is Johnny Goodboy. Yes. Yeah. Johnny Goodboy. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Good fucking boy. And, you know, <laughs> it takes a, you know, this film takes place a thousand years after mankind has been defeated. In night, is it nine minutes? Yes. They, they, they put up a massive resistance for nine minutes, wasn't they? You know? Yes. Yeah. Um, and, you know that this this super, you know, advanced race leave all the military weapons behind and don't do anything with them. Yeah, we'll get on to that now. 
we'll get on to that now. It's th- it's almost like they showed up and they went, we're aliens, and everyone, fuck, we quit. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. Fuck it. No, sorry. 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 I'm sorry. You're, you're, you're in shit. Right, here's the thing. Right In the book, the cyclos um, are actually giant cats. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's fair to say that John Travolta has probably played one of the biggest pussies on screen ever. <laughs> I had to get it in. It's not going to get any better, folks. It's not going to get any better, right? So he's playing essentially this like nine foot tall cat. Yeah. I think the strongest point of acting in this film is his dreadlocks and the hair extensions applied to the actors in this film. Or the the giant rubber dildos they wear on their fingers as well. Isn't it? <laughs> and, they, and they're all walking in stilts. <sighs> Look, there's so... What, what we often say, don't we, right? Nobody sets out to make a bad movie. However, you're telling oh. me the production team didn't think, Jesus Christ, he looks ridiculous. You're telling me they didn't think that at one or two points throughout making this film? No. I mean... There's, there's, there's very few films that have actually, you know, made these days now that repeat the shots that they've already shown on screen. This film does it twice, right? Or, or dialogue. Or the dialogue even, right? I mean, there is such a thing as production management, right? Not on so this. There is, there's, there's, well, there, you know, there should be somebody on set saying, hang on now, this is fucking terrible. You know, that doesn't look right. But then when you factor in that the main star is one of the producers, and, well, it's a bit of a passion, and it's a bit of a passion project. Well, but it? also, um, and I know we weren't going to get too deep in this, but you had some, you know, David Miscavige, who is the head of um, a certain, uh, a, a certain, you know, that's, you know, I love, you know we've got to say, because actually this is, you know, and this is a well-known, you know, it's a well-documented fact, was sending daily reports back to set and was saying about how much he loved this film. And this is a passion project for Travolta. And they know when they say about being too close to your project. Yeah. I mean, this they're right bang on it. And I mean, you know, right. There's it's... a few, we're talking plot holes. Everything is shot on an angle. <laughs> I like a canted shot. I like a Dutch angle occasionally. It gives that sort of sense of um, confusion um, or tension. But 95% of this film is shot on a fucking squonk. It's either the cinematographer had one leg shorter than the other, or they couldn't (laughs) afford a fucking tripod. Yeah, because I or, or the director had a permanently barred neck. Like, yeah, it's a bit yeah. like me at the minute. <laughs> just, yeah, just lean into one side. Yeah, right. I mean, it looks ridiculous ultimately, doesn't it? Because I I I I know directors they want a certain vision, don't they? And they want certain things to look a certain way. <laughs> yes. And when when you've got things, as look. It just looks ridiculous. I mean, Forrest Whitaker looks like the cowardly lion from the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's, right? Yeah. It just looks. It just looks silly. Yes. And, and the thing is, it, you know, if you if you if your production doesn't look good, it doesn't sound good. No, no. But here's the other thing as well. 
we see it. Even the security cameras that the aliens are using to monitor the, the man animals. Is that an angle? Yeah. yeah. Is that a... Fu- <laughs> yes, that's one of those great lines, isn't it? They found the button camera. You know, I mean... <laughs> I mean, it's just... Throughout, throughout my notes, I've literally got, help me, yeah. Jesus Christ. It's <laughs> bad, yeah, you know, right? Because it's just, I, I just can't fathom how it got made. I mean, let's put it down, right? The silos, right? Got to be the thickest cats. Oh, the, my God. You know, and I'm seabombing now because of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... What's their cunning plan? Oh, I know. We'll teach our slaves how to overthrow us in an effort to show that we can make money from mining. And but, oh, by the way, the indigenous tribe are going to learn to fly F-16s. Well, it's actually the Harriers. I had to correct myself for that. They're Harriers because they hover. Yeah. Right? Now, this is the best bit, right? F- jet fuel has a lifespan of four years. <laughs> right, <laughs> they've got a life. It has a lifespan of four years. Right, after a thousand years, these Harrier jump jets that have been sat there, right, none of the parts have eroded. None of them. None of them. None of them have eroded. There's not a mechanical error. There's nothing. The, you know, all the firing mechanisms on these things are perfect, right? It all works, right? This is the best bit, right? And it takes years to learn to fly these things. Armed forces around the world spend millions in training fighter pilots. Millions. You need to have perfect vision. You need to have... You know, you, basically, you need to be you need to be able to do complex mathematical computations in your head whilst flying at speeds that you know will would make most people just shit their pants, right? <laughs> but yet, dreadlocked cave people who just appear out of the woods and go, oh, 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 big stick, oh. Did we just become best friends? Yes. Let's fight a war. Okay. And they learned to fly it in a week. A fucking week. They can't even fucking read. They can't read. Oh. And they learned to fly a fucking plane. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it, it goes alongside the uh, learning about triangle scene. Oh, I le- <laughs> impromptu GCSE maths lesson. Right. <laughs> Oh, this the learning machine. Um, what's it taught you? Well, actually, um, I've uh, learned about Euclidean geometry today. Um, so, basically, what we can now do is we know everything. The aliens have taught us, ev- taught me everything, and I'm now going to teach you without using any advanced technology. I'm just going to use a bit of possibly dry man shit and draw pictures on the floor. <laughs> I mean, I, I did think at one point uh, during the, the, the suffering, sorry, the watching of this <laughs> film again, um, that it was made by a small child. It's like it's like an A-level film studies project. It's not even that good. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Look, 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 let's, let's, put it, let's put it down to brass tacks, right? I honestly thought this film was made in Manchester because, <laughs> because some of the... 
some of the industrial units that they shot this film, and this film was shot in Canada, right, to reduce production costs. See, those fucking Canadians, right, they dropped Celine Dion us, they gave right. it fucking Brian Adams. <laughs> right? But the thing is, it just looks terrible. It just looks terrible. Why so much purple? Why so much purple? And a bit of green. I'm green. I'm grey. Oh, what, and I'm just what gonna, a comedy. I'm just going to say this. Sidewipe. Everything. Sidewipe. <coughs> but I, I think Roger Christian um, inherited that from George Lucas after being the um, the um, working on uh, Phantom Menace, you know, because George fond of a sidewipe, and he, you know, let's be yeah, honest, he's, he's fond of a sidewipe. But here's the other thing as well, right? When <laughs> you say about really shonky shot, you know the the scene where Johnny Goodboy is 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 captured in his cage, and the spaceship takes him up. Yeah. And he's hanging. Yeah. Screaming at the camera. Yeah. It looks like, can you know those sort of, those party suits, the, the, the costumes that you can get, where you've got the gorilla body, but your head fits <laughs> in the cage and it looks like you're being carried. Yeah. yeah. That's what it looked like. <laughs> it's special effect. The special effects are terrible. They're so, so bad. And I'm, I mean, this is why I brought up The Matrix, because The Matrix was a revelation when it oh. was released. Wasn't it? it? And it still looks amazing. I now. remember watching, seeing the Matrix for the first time, and just being completely blown away and being drawn into this world. And you know, when you talk about universe, but look, don't get me wrong, the sequels have moments, but they're they're not great. They're not no, great. The, the third but, one, Jefferson's the main character for forty minutes. <laughs> yeah, really, really. Uh, you know the. It builds this universe, a credible universe. It yeah. builds a credible threat. Yeah. <laughs> and then we've got, you know, and you've got Neo, oh yes, gets plugged into a machine himself. Yeah. He's plugged in. But, yeah. you know, at least you see him training. No, Johnny gets plugged in, and then, you know, let's forget <coughs> a couple of scenes earlier, Johnny was trying to fight the fucking spaceship by throwing a stick at it. Yes, and fighting somebody off with a golf club as well. <laughs> You're the devil. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not be you know, we live in a fairly interesting area. We've seen people attacking people with golf clubs. And it, <laughs> you don't expect it in a sci-fi film, do you? Now, the other thing. Strongest nerf guns in the world. <laughs> Where they're in the shopping mall. And it, 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 you know that you hear a little yeah. And it's the shittiest it, it's shittiest laser beam. Yeah, and those 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 guns, I don't know if you know this throughout the film, right? I don't think anybody knew which way to hold them up. Well, actually, because they're so big, and this is one of the notes that I've actually made, is all the humans, they start getting gangster. Yeah, and start it's, it's side, side yeah. on the side yeah. on. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but, but it's no, just a fucking stick and a spare trip. Yeah. Do you know, do you know that, that sequence when he walks into the glass pane? Oh my <laughs> the, god, yeah. I, I forgot about that and I burst out laughing and then I thought, oh my god, they, they kept that in purposely. And then the, the, then the, so much slow-mo running. But here's the thing, right? I mean, to shoot slow motion, you need to, uh, I think it serves me right, and I'm actually holding my head in my hands as I'm talking about this. I mean, <laughs> and I've watched fucking Aquanoids, right? <laughs> I watched, you know, I, 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 my tolerance for shit 
is pretty high. <laughs> right? You're supposed to shoot um, slow motion scenes in a very, very particular f- time frame so that it doesn't look awful. You're not supposed to shoot at a normal speed and think, oh, fuck. Do you know what would be really cool right now? Slow motion. Because everything is better in slow motion. No, it's not. Because did that, you know, by the when he's running through the glass. Yes, it did, did remind me of Blade Runner. Yes, it did. But have yeah. you noticed something? In Blade Runner, that fucking robot is cut to shreds. Yep. The one thing about this film is there is a lot of glass getting broken. Yeah. Not a single person is cut by glass. Nope. And at the end of this film, there is a fucking giant dome of glass. Yep. That falls on everyone. Yeah. Right. I dropped a glass the other day. It was like fucking Hiroshima in my house. I managed to cut my hand. There was glass everywhere. The dog was, you know, I but it, it was just everywhere. Right. Everywhere. Not nobody gets cut. There's not a problem at all. At no. all. And here's the other thing. After a thousand years, you've got abandoned buildings with fucking glass panes still in them. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like the dust in the library. <laughs> right. Use the other... Yeah, okay. Let's get on to... Right. Let's get on to that. <laughs> right. If you go to any kind of museum and you see a book... I mean, if you look at, like, the original copies of the Doomsday Book... Yeah, you look at the Doomsday Book, or you look at you know the original, you know some of the surviving the surviving copy of the Magna Carta. You can't even fucking breathe on that. No, right? It's glass everywhere, isn't it? Funny yeah, funny. Yeah, you cannot breathe anywhere. You can't even touch it. If you expose it to light, proper light, it'll just crumble. Disintegrate. Yeah. But after yeah. a thousand years, <coughs> wipe off a bit of dust. Yeah. And the Declaration of Independence still looks good, doesn't it? USA, USA. Why does he read it backwards? Because he's clever. Even notice. Yeah, he, he's already. Yeah. yeah. Rather than you yeah. know, they must have shot that sequence and then reversed it. I mean, what the fuck? Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. So you, <laughs> what? How? How did did, did did not anybody think two hundred years? You know, two hundred years a book falls apart completely. And here's the other thing: the English language. After a thousand years, there will be some kind of change in the way in which that we speak. If we go back, if we just look at Shakespeare, for example, yeah, it is. It's. It can be very very difficult to decipher Shakespeare. Yes. I mean, if we look at the witch. Um, because a lot of, you know, th- that film is completely spoken in dialect to the time. Right? Still haven't seen it. And it can be, th- there are moments in it where you start going, Err? 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 <laughs> and you get your stick and you start pointing things. You just, oh! 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 I love watching the extras in this. I love watching the extras in this because uh, the bit where nobody's learning, he's on the simulator. Yes. And they're all banging it. Yeah, you know that thing has been sat there for a thousand years. Where'd they fucking plug that cunt in? <laughs> oh, I tell you, this film is so bad, right? Even the matte paintings are shit, didn't it? That was the first, That's my first note. Even the, the, the matte <laughs> paintings are shit. I, I mean, mean, yeah. 
and a little, oh, I don't know. I just, I just, if you know, and I love the titles that they give everybody. Are they talking about the Home Office? <laughs> exactly. More sci- Why aren't there more sci-fi films that uh, features economics? Because economics in science fiction always goes down well. Of course they do. I mean, you know, that's all. They, all that's what this film is about. It's not about you know nine foot aliens from a planet. You know somewhere in the galaxy you know who can teleport places yeah um no it's about economics you know it's about making money and you know well, everybody well, wants to see it's that. a heist you know it becomes a heist movie because john travolta is going to steal gold right now use the ment right let's get into the gold problem <laughs> right let's get <laughs> let's get onto the gold problem because you know that, that edge that end shot yes I can't believe anybody thought that would be a good idea. You know, it locked in a cell surrounded by gold in the National Treasury, you know, in the, the former wasteland that is or yeah. was America. Yes, but don't panic because all the electricity still works. Yeah. Um, and I love the bit where they arrive at the armory. They arrive at Fort Hood and they whip the dust cover off. And it, yeah. Because a dust cover will keep everything after a nuclear winter. <laughs> it's fine. And, and, What's the simulator plugged into? Well, exactly. Where did they plug it in? <laughs> Where did they plug it in? You know, you could just see them going, ah, um, this, this, this stimulator machine. Oh, 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 oh. Plug. Oh, yes. Working power source. What? <sighs> right. Gold. Uh, gold. Here we go, right? Gold. The alien, because this is how fucking dumb these motherfucking aliens are, right? They are fucking thick as shit, right? They arrive, right? <laughs> if you have children whilst you're listening <laughs> in them, you may want to, you know, keep your headphones in. Yeah, I'd be fucking late for that now. <laughs> right? They come to Earth because gold is rare, right? If yeah. they wanted gold, why did they come to Earth? It's like going to Mercury for water. <laughs> Right now, here's the bit they didn't find Fort Knox, right? But the aliens actually show us that they have a fucking gold detector. <laughs> they got a gold detector, but they couldn't find Fort Knox. And here's the other bit nobody locked the fucking door at Fort Knox. <laughs> nobody, nobody locks anything, and, and he, he lambasts. Um, Johnny thought making it into gold bars, doesn't he? You know, yeah. I mean, and it's like you've you've worked out smelting. What? I mean, <laughs> how? How? <laughs> and it's perfect. Not only is it smelted, and it's into perfect, perfect bars. He's even managed to stamp it. Oh, it's just never ending, honestly. Um, I don't know if I've said this, but the silos are thick as fuck. Oh, my God. They are just... You know what? Not not only are they thick, right? They look ridiculous. They sound ridiculous. They laugh at everything and nothing. And... (laughs) and, (laughs) (laughs) The conversation isn't going the right way. Somebody just starts laughing and everybody just joins in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. (laughs) 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 And you've got to have leverage. You can have leverage. Uh, and it does the classic thing that lots of really, really shit films do. Exposition on top of exposition on top of exposition on top of exposition. Ha ha 
ha, ha. And that is why I am a senior executive and you were a lowly clerk. I don't think anybody has ever referred to Forrest Whitaker dressed as a nine-foot cat cowardly lion as a clerk. And it's Clark, by the way. Can I just give a shout-out to the scene in which Forrest Whitaker gets his hand shot off yeah. and just stares a bit confusedly yes. as, if, as if it's the most normal thing in the world? Oh, my hand has been shot off. Oh, oh that, that's going to sting a little. But, mm. uh, how but, will I type? Yeah, but that's my wiping I, hand. It's <laughs> I no, long, no longer have dildo fingers. Yeah. I, have you seen the first piece of IMDb trivia? <laughs> no. Forrest Whitaker regrets taking part in this project. No shit. <laughs> that's his, that, that's the, that is the first piece of trivia on IMDb. Forrest Whitaker regrets taking part in this film. <laughs> I now, think a lot. Of, I think a lot of people do. I think the catering regrets oh, taking in this film. And you know where they say Battlefield Earth? It's a twenty. It's like a, a fifteen-minute scuffle at the end. There's hardly any battlefield going on. No, it's more. Um, it's more. <laughs> I can't even think of anything good to say about it. You know, battlefield kerfuffle. Well, it's just ridiculous, isn't it? It's just. I mean. If there's any one thing that sort of highlights how inept this film is, is I know we're jumping about a bit, right? Is towards the end when the revolution is happening. Yes. John Travolta is contact. Sorry, Turl is contacted. Who tells him that he's too busy to talk? Yeah. <laughs> right? Cut. Cut two. A bunch of aliens just stood around looking bored, despite everything going on around them. Yes. They just couldn't give a flying fuck. Well, here's the other bit as well. Did you see, you got, you got one of the, you know, one of the barbarians. He's up high, he's watching everything, and he goes, group of five moving towards you at high speed. And you can see these guys on stilts going, oh, Jesus, why did take this fucking, oh, God. And they use that shot over, it's like in Monty Python and the Holy Grail. You know where Lancelot storms the wedding? <laughs> and you see him running in a distance. Yeah. He's not getting any closer. Yeah. It's like these, you see these poor guys and it's like, oh, Jesus, my back's <laughs> killing. Oh, die. Why do we do this? My back's killing me. Honest to God, I got offered something on the Matrix and I turned it down for this shit. <laughs> oh, my back. Jesus. <laughs> it's just, it's just mental I, I don't know if you're aware of this right but they actually made toys to tie yeah, in with yeah. the reproduction of this right and here's how and i'm going to use the word again inept everything associated with this is right the toys were figures star like very much like star wars figures right yeah however on the if you get the chance go to google battlefield earth toys the toys had on them and with them a couple of um, extras. For example, Johnny in learning chair with history book and Shilo, uh, Silo Blaster was one figure. <laughs> Turl with gold and mining gun. Forest warrior with spear, crossbow and club. And my personal favourite, Kerr, who is Forrest Whitaker's yeah. cha- uh, character, with Silo Blaster and Dead Rats. Now, 
where in the memo did they have to release toy dead rats with a with a fucking action figure? <laughs> Every child loves playing with dead rats. This isn't the Pied Piper. We are talking about a nine-foot lion-looking motherfucker <laughs> with a dead rat attached to its hand. Yeah, I, I got to be, the other bit I howled with laughter was when he force feeds him the rat. <laughs> I've written down. But it's your favourite food. Do you want lunch? <laughs> I mean, Travolta's performance in this um, does make his, his sort of villain in Broken Arrow seem like a, a subtle masterclass in um, <laughs> well, in method. Look, let's put it this way. Um, John Travolta is certainly 50-50 in as much that some of his films are absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Some of his, his films are truly awful. Yeah. And there is no better example that I can think of, right, than... Think now, right, a few years prior to the Battle Funeral, <laughs> John Travolta was given a resurrection in his career, courtesy yeah. of Quentin Tarantino, right? Yes. Tarantino always said, I absolutely love John Travolta as an actor. He said he's brilliant. Puts him in Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction goes on to pretty much define the, the 1990s. Yeah. Accolade after accolade, Oscar nominations, Oscar wins. Yeah. Um, Loses to Forrest Gump in the cinema, which we uh, in the in the Academy Awards, which we've talked about already. And then John Travolta then goes on this roll of films. Yeah. Um, Get Shorty, the first Get yeah. Short, um, terrific. He makes Face Off with John Woo and Nicolas Cage. Yes. Right? Which which it does have issues. It does have faults. However. The face-off remains a fantastic action film. It oh, yeah. Is, it, it's, 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 it is, yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. It's not hard-boiled. It's not the killer. No. But once you get past the fact that it is just a brilliant piece of film, and you actually have John Travolta playing Nicolas Cage and Nicolas playing, playing John Travolta. Yes. And John Travolta hams it up to the max oh. doing face-off. Yes. Right? Let's make no bones about it. He really does ham it up, right? And then you see what I would call then a plain ham sandwich of a film in Battlefield Earth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's just ridiculous. It, I've said, how many times have I said that word ridiculous so far? He's just, he's terrible. The fact you've dropped this a man, C-bomb. <laughs> <laughs> this man, this man who adored by millions of people around the world, right? Yes just thinks that this honking pile of horseshit is going to be his Star Wars. Yes. I mean, yeah, well, here's the thing. They planned a sequel as well. Well, this is only part of the book as well, yeah, isn't well, it? Yeah, this is the first um, half of the book. Yeah, you know, it's so it, it almost perversely does make you wonder, oh, I wonder what the sequel would have looked like. Oh, come on, guys. Come Isn't on. It? People at the asylum, the, the people behind Sharknado, get on this shit. Get oh. on it. Get yeah, on the it. Is, the thing is, though, those films are made permanently with a tongue in oh, their yeah. left cheek. Yeah. Right? They, they know what they do in there. This, I mean... Can you imagine being a Warner Brothers executive, right? And then being presented with this. Yeah. Um, 
there would have been that moment. They sort of, you know, before they, you know, you could see the meeting. So we want to do Elron Hubbard's Battlefield Earth. Hang on a second. Oh God! Yeah, yeah, it'll be fucking great. Yeah, let's fucking do it. Yeah, fuck yeah! And then the come down is when they sat there watching it, going, "What have we done? Oh God, cocaine is not fun. Cocaine is not fun." Drugs are bad, okay? Yeah. Do you know... <laughs> did you know... There was an album released with the book. Not... Isle <laughs> Ron Hubbard released the book and released an album called Space Jazz to accompany oh, the book. Oh, oh, oh. I tried off- to find it. Oh. I tried. I couldn't find it. I will try and find oh, it space and jazz. To it. Nice. But it sort of makes you wonder, did they consider using space jazz at all? <laughs> <laughs> Alongside this film. Like, there you are, there's a sign of a bad film, right? Because when the soundtrack to this film is fucking awful oh, as it's, well. It's just the music. Look, when you look at this film and you go, well, is the problem with the directing? Yes. Is there a problem with the lighting? Yes. Is there a problem with the script? Yes. Is there a problem with the acting? Yes. Is there a is there a problem with the special effect? Yeah. Because you another scene where Johnny is running through the glass. Yes. And here's the other thing: Johnny can't run for shit. <laughs> he keeps falling over. He, he makes Steven Seagal look like a world class sprinter. <laughs> because and he does this weird wavy flailing arm thing as he's running. You know, but as he's running through the glass, one of the panes of glass breaks before he even goes through it. <laughs> right? So, you know, so you go act, acting, problem. Stunts, problem. Because the fight, here's the other bit. Another fight over the mush. Oh, God, yes. Right? Yet is the line, um, we, you know, we will not fight each other for food after having a fight over food <laughs> and, and drowning a guy. <laughs> yeah. Here, yeah. eat out of my hand, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then the woman does eat the food from and his hand. It's just, it's just grotesque. And it that, is. that sequence is clearly filmed in a stable as well. Yes. You know, you know, so hygiene. Oh my God. It's just mental. And the bit where John Travolta is able to identify Johnny from it, from Johnny's missus's drawing. Oh. <laughs> Here is my note on that sequence. A drawing of crudeness beyond the abilities of a dying frog manages to re- re- reunite our hero to his spouse. I mean, come on. And after and preceding that, you're just before that. You had cow massacre. Oh no no no! Right, right. <laughs> The first, when I first saw this film, right, I broke out in <laughs> tears of laughter after I saw that, that cow getting its leg shot off. And the, and the noise it makes. <laughs> right? And then you see two-time Academy Award nominee, John yeah. Travolta, shoot the rest of the cows and then shoot with a gun behind his back as well. <laughs> Oh God! No, no oh, my face hurts. 
no one, no wonder, right? Johnny and his fellow cap, um, prisoners look so disturbed because they probably can't imagine what they see in. I came top, I graduated top marksman of my class. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, God. It's just... And the uh, thing is, that first time I saw it, I laughed and cried at it because it was so bad. When I watched it again, I just sat there gulping, as in, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. I know I know. we keep saying the same thing about this film, but seriously. And what I love it, about, yeah, no, when the forest people show up, because they are this film's fucking Ewoks, really, aren't they? <laughs> they are this film's Ewoks. There's yeah, no two way to it. They've heart makeup as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. That's absolutely perfect. <laughs> you know, you could just see them all before they go, oh, Christ. Oh, I, I just can't get my wall paint ready. I just can't. <laughs> og, og, og for nog. Get over here. You know, he gets his wall paint done. But there's that... Mo- it has the set... The speed in which the dialogue is delivered in that scene, you can clearly... You know, it, it's like the director's gone, oh, fuck, we spent too long shooting the cows. Right. Um, <laughs> we've got about... We've got about... We've got about two... We've got five minutes to shoot this scene. What are we going to do? Oh, we'll just speed up the dialogue. Okay. So, oh, 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 we will fight with you. Okay, let's fight with you. Yes, brilliant. Okay, right. Run off screaming. Wah! And hands the gun back over to John Travolta. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make a lick of sense at oh. all. And everybody just agrees with Johnny. Yeah. yeah He's been strapped to him. He, they don't question it at all. It's a bit like Rick in The, Wake in the, in the Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he just, like, suddenly becomes this, like, savant. <sighs> he just knows everything. And, like, the way they start, he's starting the revolution. Yeah. Now... Generally, if you have a large population of people locked up, I mean, in, even in Planet of the Fucking Apes, right? Whenever in the original Planet of the Apes, whenever the humans who were trapped in their cage started kicking off, the gorillas would come round and they'd start beating the shit out of them and keeping them in line. In this, there are thousands, supposedly, of humans locked up in this crate. They go fucking mental! They all go, they fucking shake in the crate. Oh, yes! Learning maths! <laughs> There's another sequence in this as well. Um, it's this. It's a scene in, like, a, like a, a quarry um, where they're dropping rocks. <laughs> and and this, this, it's so haphazard that, you know, the health and safety clearly does not exist. And yes, I know it's a science fiction film and it's absolutely ridiculous, but there's a scene when the chimney stack collapses. Yeah, and yeah. No, and, and nobody thinks, oh, I better run away here. No, Ooh. we're just stuck admiring this, this this large structure that's <laughs> heading towards us. I mean... Well, it, it's like the line from that guy, his excellency when he appears, and he says to him, the gravity's different. <laughs> and he could clearly see, they're all saying, Oh, gravity is different, isn't it? <laughs> He's fucking right. Oh, Dillis! Dillis, look at this, babe! It's fucking... Ah! I don't know why they've suddenly all got Welsh names. Uh, but use the best bit. When it's, you know, when the, when the title's coming, it goes, human process... Like, you get a little title. Human processing centre. Denver. Yeah. 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 And I mean, notice how quickly they get around different parts of America as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, they drop him up on a mountain and they watch it. It goes back to like where they they figure out that every you know the man animal likes rat. It's been three days and they haven't eaten. Surely they'll find their favourite food soon. <laughs> so, no, no, you stuck them 
on top of a mountain. On top of a mountain. Oh, my God. I nearly froze to death the one time on the top of the Dowless because my car broke down. <laughs> you know, I was only there two hours. Uh, it's just... Oh. Are we, are we, are we, are we going to talk about some of the dialogue? Yes. Now, before we go into dialogue, my, my favourite, and it leads into the dialogue, is Terrell, or, yeah, Terrell banging his head. <laughs> yeah. Bump. Crap, lousy ceiling, I thought I told you to get some man-animal in here and fix it! <laughs> Bonk! I, I, I forgot that part was in there, right? Oh my god! So when, when, when I rewatched it, and then, you know, Forrest Whitaker's having a slight chuckle to himself about it, isn't he? Mm. <laughs> and he's and he's, he's like, oh, he's banged his head, I'm not surprised, look at the size on it. <laughs> right? It's just farcical. It's absolutely farcical. Yeah. It, it's not quite as farcical as, as, as other lines in it, mind. Um, one of the highlights being, good work, Mickey. You found Appendix A. <laughs> Rat brain. Rat brain. Oh, my. Hang on. Now, now this is a classic piece of exposition here. And I've written, like, I've fucking written this down. Home office is well aware of your academic achievements and obvious talent. That's why we've decided not to keep you on here for another five cycles. Ha ha ha! It's a joke. Oh, thank you, sir. I don't know if I could have kept my sanity beer for another five cycles. We've decided to keep you here for another 50 cycles with endless options renewal. Endless options renewal. Endless options renewal. Endless options. With the camera, like, zooming in. Zooming out. What the fuck? You know. It's just... I just can't believe it. I'm going to make you as happy as a baby cyclo on a straight diet of Cabango. I'm going to have you staffed and hang on the walls of the academy. <laughs> well, if he's not dead. <laughs> what? I'm going to teach you to fly, rat brain. <laughs> I mean, the other, the other really creepy scene in this, and it is a genuinely creepy scene, is, of course, um, John Travolta's wife um, pops up in this. Yeah, the, um, the, the CGI tank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's rank, isn't it? Yeah, John, come on, dude. That's just... That, it's right up the... Anybody in the UK can remember... Can remember um, that celebrity big brother where they had the politician and the actress oh, and they dressed uh, up as a... They were pretending to be cats and drinking... Yes. It, yes. It, it's, it's, it's just... Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, what was his bloody name? Um, uh, it was Rulalenska. Rulalenska was, yeah. <laughs> was, um, the, um, what's his bloody name? Oh, oh, God, it'll come to me later. It'll, it, but uh, Now, going back to the cyclos of inability to learn English, but yet they have a learning machine that teaches Johnny Cyclonus or Cyclone. Yeah. It was George Galloway. George Galloway. Yeah. Now, they couldn't learn English, but Johnny learnt English. And then, but then there's moments where they're talking Cyclone, 
and then it morphs back to English, and yeah. then you talk in Cyclone, and you get subtitles. Yeah. It doesn't. <laughs> it, it can't make up its mind, can it? it no, it literally no. cannot make its mind up. No. And no. it's like, it's just, I'm at a loss. Like I'm genuinely at a loss because, look, as you said earlier in this, right? You watch loads of shit, right? <laughs> I question why you do it, but you do it because you like the rubbish films. Yeah, I, I, I love, I, I, what, you know, I, I, one of the things that I, I, I love, and it's part of the, I, I can, I can sit, I can tolerate a lot of films that a lot of people would probably get 10, 15 minutes into and knock it off because I know that actually there are people out there who are, you know, have given everything to make this film. They've yeah. given everything. And I think it's sort of, I think every it sh- things should be given an op- opportunity and given a chance. You yeah. know, when you've got somebody who has maxed out their own credit cards, got themselves into like God knows how much debt, they've financed the film themselves, and they've got they've, they've managed to get it out there. Because you know, I know I know people who have done this themselves, who you know have taken that personal risk and they've done it. it I think it's it's only fair. And it's the only right thing to do is to give it the opportunity. And I th- and there are certain films that I don't think you can sort of... Yes, you can critique, but I don't think it's fair to sort of judge them against other type, uh, other sort of larger budgeted films. Yeah. That being said, when you have some of the biggest names in Hollywood, you have the biggest studios behind it, you have a budget of $79 million. Right? If you think about sort of the cost of things, right? But $79 million, you should be produced... There, there should be absolutely no excuse for producing a steaming pile of horse shit. <laughs> right? You should not. You know, no. you should... There is no way on earth that you should... You know, there are enough talented people out there who c- could be bringing something incredible to the screen. That being said, I can appreciate um, Pulp Fiction... And I can appreciate the deadly spawn on the on a very very same level because actually they both come at it from the purest truest intentions. Whereas something like this, there's just no excuse. There's just no excuse. No, no. and you know, looking at looking at it as <laughs> looking at it as, as a part one, then right. <laughs> which which it, which it was going to be, yeah. wasn't it? Looking yeah. at it as a part one, right? Where in the where in the universe did the people think there was ever going to be a sequel to, you know, look, I know it's it's much derided anyway, right? Um, we you know we're doing it here and now, but the thing is though, I just can't. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. I simply cannot fathom that that film, that, that, that this film was made. Yeah, yeah. I just, it just. I, don't know. Yeah. I mean, if you think like people, people rank this film alongside Plan Nine from Outer Space. Right? Plan Nine from Outer Space was made with the purest intention, the purest intention of creating something magnificent, and you know, and Edward, God bless him was completely batshit insane. Yeah. Yeah. This was made with like, you know, with the idea of having sequels and spin-offs and Yeah. Yeah. 
And this is you what know. happens when you get nobody checking what the fuck <laughs> is going on. You know, no. this film actually, ironically, there's a bit of foreshadowing going on in there because there's a scene in this film where he let he gives them the spaceship, sends them off to mining, and leaves them for a fortnight with a spaceship. <laughs> yeah. And goes, I'm watching you. Well, you're clearly fucking not. <laughs> you're clearly not. Yeah. Why, why, why have they always got little screens as well? You'd think like a, a, an advanced technology race would have fucking 45-inch screens everywhere. Yeah. They've got, they've got little iPhone screens, haven't they, you know? Yeah. And we're not talking iPhone 9 or 10s. We're no. talking iPhone 1s. Yeah, yeah. And the picture quality is yellow. Yes, it's like, I mean, it's like they've got, you know, a handheld Spectrum ZX in their hand. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, 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 this film, actually, I think they stole the colour palette from this, from, from Chucky Egg. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how? How? I wish, I wish, I wish somebody like Travolta would come out and say, right, well, this is, this is what happened. And here's you know, the thing. He's proud of this film. Well, he reckons, and apparently the director has come out and said as well, that Tarantino himself enjoyed this film, well, right? And apparently so did George Lucas. Yeah, yeah. Now, out of those two auteurs, um, I can imagine one liking it more than the other. Um, yes. I, I think this was probably right up George Lucas's street, if I'm honest. <laughs> and, um, you know, because all of a sudden the Phantom Menace looks like a masterpiece, doesn't it? Compared oh God, to it, it gets him off the fucking hook, doesn't it? For the sort of <laughs> intergalactic trade federation. <laughs> look, look, let this just say it, right? The Phantom Menace isn't great. Um, it do- very much does have its moments. It very, very much does. Have oh its yes, moments. completely, completely. Um, the Duel of the Fate sequence is, ma- is magic. It's, it is up there with, you know, the very best of Star Wars. The pod race is is, is awesome as well, in fairness. Yes. yes. Um, however, the the, the, the dialogue um, could really be in Battlefield Earth. But, um, you know, the, the, the Phantom Menace just looks like... A, the Phantom Menace looks like the thing compared <laughs> to this, doesn't it? Yes. You know? You know, it really, really does. It really does. But I just, it just bamboozles and it, it confounds. You think of the money spent on this film and what that money could have been used for. Oh, I mean, really. yeah. And, you know, I'm, 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 I'm constantly surprised that when you hear the production costs of films getting made. I mean, do films really cost 200 million to make? Like, you know, well, I mean, if you. What's going to be the cost of the Avatar sequels? Well, well, the thing is, nobody. He says that he's making four, doesn't he? Four sequels or something, yeah. right? Four sequels. Now, I think the original Avatar cost something like 150 million to start with, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes, it went on to make kajillions of dollars, right? And it did, and it remains the highest-grossing film of all time. However. You know, if you're looking at the new Avatar and you you know you adjust for inflation and we're talking economics now, children. If we if you adjust, you know, the, the production values for pretty much a film that's going to be made on green screen predominantly. Yeah. 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 Clearly. How? 
How much is that costing? Well, it's just insane. It's just insanity. It is just insanity. That you and, and at least at least we forget now as well, right? With technology forever changing, right? The stuff that you're using to make Avatar now is going to be out of date by the time Avatar Part Five comes out. Oh yeah, completely. I mean, like one of the things that people say is that when when you buy a home computer, and this is your home computer. The best thing you can do so when you take it out of the box is put it in the bin because it's pretty much obsolete by the time it's got Absolutely. to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just incredible. Now, the, the, I found the quote, right, from John Travolta. This is John Travolta several years after uh, Battlefield Earth. He says, I had the power to do whatever I wanted and I chose to, book, to do a book that I thought was worthy of making into a movie. It's a beautiful film. It's a good movie. Um, hello, Mr. Travolta. Um, here at the End Networking, we would protest against <laughs> that quite vehemently and say that, no, it's not a good movie. It's far from a good movie. In fact, um, we have a little bit of a, ha- um, of a thing on the End Networking of scoring our films. My score is as such because of one sequence in this film and for no other reason. <laughs> I'll, reveal, I'll reveal the score after and that scene. However, Mr. Travolta, um, loved your work and a lot of stuff, but this is just terrible. And, and don't get me wrong, look, John, if you hear this, bro, you are more than welcome to come on. I'll happily invite you on. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll you, look, We'll do it via Skype. It'll be beautiful. You come on. It'll be great. If you want to fly us out, we'll f- look. We you, we'll, we'll get, we know you can fly. I know. Maybe you were responsible, for, you know, for training those barbarians. You did. They did it in a week. We'll happily, happily have that discussion with you. Now, <laughs> I, I, I essentially we've ranted for the best part of an hour about, about this. Um. I can't believe that anybody actually continued working after this. Well, what would have been the follow-on for uh, Travolta after this? Um, because um, th- um, Face-Off was 97, 98? 97. 97. Right. 97. So, so I mean, yeah. I mean, he's done it again, mind you, apparently, in Gotti. Yeah, I've heard it's, it's just bad, apparently. It's really, really bad. Yeah, I mean, he's sort of... He does this, he goes up and down, up and down. I mean, you look at him, I mean... He, what did well, he do next? I mean, he did... Uh, right, so Battlefield Earth in 2000. Yeah. Uh, he did Swordfish, then, in 2001. Right. Where Harry Barry gets a BAPS out. Yeah, but right. And that, 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 right. That film will forever be associated with that, right? Yes. Is it a good film? Uh, it's okay. It's passable. It's utterly ridiculous. However, you know, it was a very successful film. Um, and then... <laughs> You know, he did a couple of films thereafter. He did. <laughs> well, he did Domestic Disturbance. He popped up in Austin Powers. Um, yeah. He did Basic, 
in 2003, which is the military yeah. drama, which I saw in the cinema, actually. It was, it, was, it was okay. It was okay. Yeah. Um, he did The Punisher. Yes. Um, not the greatest version of The Punisher. Cause, you know, no, but it's, it's certainly not the... It's not the, Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> but I, I love that Dolph Lundgren. I love that, that version of The Punisher. It, I, it's not... Is it a great film? No, because you know the scene where he kicks the door open and you've got all these kendo masters with you know so, and he just mows them down and not a single one of them is able to even draw their sword. He just mows everybody down. Yeah, and then you've got that Punisher sequel, which is probably one of the most violent films I think I've ever seen. Oh, with um, Ray Stevens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Warzone. Now, see, for me. I quite like that. It's not perfect, don't get me wrong. The, 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 the best adaptation of The Punisher has been the TV series so far. It's the closest. Yeah. I mean, I have got... I'm a massive Punisher fan. I've got a huge, huge collection of The Punisher stuff. And Warzone is much, much closer to the Marvel Max run, the Garth Ennis run of The Punisher than anything, I th- anything that's out there. But they play around with it too much. Where, uh, and, it kind of fall, and it does fall apart towards the end. But um, I'm just, I, for some reason I don't know why I just can't I just can't get like this idea of him hitting his head out of my I keep going back to it and chuckling <laughs> just keep he just keeps popping back in and I'm chuckling but yeah so he did the Punisher um, then he did a love song for Bobby Long uh, they did Ladder Forty Nine and then yeah. he did Be Cool. Nah, this is the Get Shorty sequel that nobody asked for. Yeah. Then he did uh, Lonely Hearts, Wild Hogs, and then he pops up in Hairspray. And he's brilliant in Hairspray. He is superb in Hairspray. He's brilliant. And then then you start hitting or coming towards the director DVD. Yeah, well, he does... Uh, taking Pelham one two three old dogs then from <laughs> uh, and then we did then we're starting into like yeah yeah I, and then you know he sort of redeems himself somewhat then with American Crime Story yeah yeah he's br- it's a superb performance it's brilliant I know the weirdest eyebrows ever right but he was brilliant in it but the, the whole cast were brilliant in that show yes. they were just amazing in fairness and you know when when you, you suddenly realise that Ross from Friends is actually a good actor no he is in fairness he is he's really really good in American Crime Story everybody is brilliant in American Crime Story in fairness yeah but um, you know Travolta is, is, is a part of a, 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 a truly great ensemble cast um but, you know, his current career is just a bit weird, isn't it? You know, it's, it's yeah. strange choices, strange, strange choices. And, you know, yes, he had the power to make films that he wanted, to be in the films that he wanted. And, you know, post, well, you are, post Pulp Fiction, you know, some of the films he did then weren't particularly good. Um, I mean, Michael. yes, you had... Michael, yeah, that guy is a pile of shit. Phenomenon. Phenomenon is. I would describe phenomenon as being a bit too twee. Does that make does wanky that make, is another way? <laughs> if you want to be as as, yeah. as, as, <laughs> as brutal as that, then, it, okay. it, it's some serious on-screen dick stroking going in there. 
because <laughs> you, know, you know he is. I'm acting. Yeah, yeah. But then you know, it just does make you sort of wonder, doesn't it? Because when he's when he's good, he, he is genuinely good. Like you know, what he but, needs is a good director. Yeah, I he think he needs right. a strong director, and when he's got because a strong director, they can rein him in. Yeah, yeah, and you know, he's he's so hammy in this. You know, it's just it, it's it's preposterous, preposterous. Yeah. yeah, well, I think in terms of like sort of trying to sort of sum it up, in terms of acting performances in this film, you have incre- It's the only film I've ever seen where you get in one single scene overacting and underacting from the same character. <laughs> you know, you've got Barry Pepper who is wandering around the play. And you know, let's not forget, Barry Pepper not long before this was in Saving Private Ryan. Yes, he was. He was. And, and he played in The Sniper. And he was very, very good in that. He was yeah. very, very good in it. Uh, you've got Forrest Whitaker. You know, and I mean, you look at, you, you look at, again, Forrest Whitaker's another one who's done some Fucking strange things. <laughs> strange things. You know, he, he was in uh, the Charlie Parker uh, bi- um, bio Bird. Bird. And he's brilliant. Yeah. Um, in Scotland, he, he won the Oscar. He won the Oscar. He, and he's incredible in it. Um, brilliant. You see him in, you know, and he, I love him in Good Morning Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. Because when you look at him in Good Morning Vietnam, it's such a goofy performance but it's it's a believable human being yeah and then he pops yeah. up in like criminal minds yeah it's like well, you've, and he's, you've you know, won an Oscar what are you doing in criminal minds yeah you know and you know we forget you know he was in uh, Rogue One as well yeah you know but he just looks permanently bemused at this doesn't he he's probably going one million dollar two million dollars <laughs> Three million dollars, four million dollars. Okay, I, I'm good to go. I'm good to go. I'm good. I'm good. It's okay, guys. I'm good. It's just, <laughs> it just, it's it's mental. It's absolutely mental. I mean, I just, it, 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 I look, I'm speechless. I love how we've gone from talking Nietzsche <laughs> to discussing John Travolta banging his head. I mean, I mean, I just can't, cannot, cannot, cannot fathom how it, it, this happened. I mean, I tell you, I, yeah. I mean, how? How? Look, there's been numerous vanity projects over the years made by filmmakers, hasn't there? You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, they all have their, their follies, you know. Um, it didn't turn out how they wanted, you know, and this happened and... You know, the rumours start spreading. Yeah. That, you know, films aren't good. You know, that the director's lost his mind or the main star is, you know, he's calling the shots and all the rest. But Well, I mean, I, a I, really good example it, of that would be Tom Cruise in The Mummy. You know, yeah. lots of, you know, people, you know, lots of people have come out and said he essentially directed that film himself. Well, I've watched The Mummy. Yeah. Uh, that... <clears throat> If I was to score the mummy, I would give it four out of ten. You know that 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 that, that film stopped 
a French um, uh, um, a studio, a studio, yeah. Yeah. you know, being set up around, and we're talking fucking massive names, wasn't it? Because it was, it was him, Johnny Depp, Javier Bardem, yeah, so The Rock. The, the Rock. Rock, yeah, The Rock was going to play the Wolfman. There was, and they were very, very serious about The Rock playing the Wolfman. Really? Yeah. You know, and that that ends before it's even started after one film. Yeah. I mean, you know, that that's just nuts. Really, is a bit nuts. But um, I can I I can categorically, hand on heart, say about that Battlefield Earth that it is the worst film I think I've seen. Yeah. I mean, it is... I mean, there, there have been some absolute stinkers of sort of vanity projects that, 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 that people have done where the star has just decided, I'm going to make this film. This is going to be amazing. I don't care what anybody else says about it. This is going to be fucking awesome. And I mean, yeah. I mean a perfect example is Bonfire of the Vanities. Well... You know, uh, yeah, it, it, it's just a total disaster, wasn't it? After you know? Earth. After Earth. Oh, my God. After Earth. That's another one. I managed 15 minutes, I think, and I had to turn it off because it just wasn't making any sense. No, no. Uh, Bolero, um, the Bo Derek <laughs> film, where essentially her husband was, uh, uh, oh, what's his name? Oh Christ! What's his name? Is it John? John Derek? John? De- I might. I, 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 Bo Derek's husband essentially filmed it. I'm just gonna get my take. I'm gonna film my wife taking her clothes off. <laughs> um, Caligula. Yeah, Caligula's yeah. another. You know, Gore Vidal yeah. wrote the script for Caligula. <laughs> I mean, yeah, my know, personal favourite. Cool as ice. Oh, God. Ding, 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 Ishtar? Ishtar? Yeah, it's yeah. fucking hell. Oh, oh. Dustin Hoffman? Cutthroat Island? Cutthroat, well, that, that, that was the death knell of um, Carl Cole's uh, studio, wasn't it? Yeah, it just, it just, it just buried it. It just yeah. buried yeah. it. But, um, yeah, there's this, this vanity this vanity projects. And then there's Harlem Nights? Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor? Oh, God, yeah. Eddie Murphy directed that as well, didn't he? Um, I think he did, did he? yeah. No, I don't... Did he? No, I don't think he directed it. He, he, it, was, he, it was like a... It was a dream... I think he put a lot of his own money into it. I don't know whether he directed it. You know, and I mean, at the time, you know, you could clearly see Richard Pryor starting to become really ill as well. Yeah. Um, no, he did direct it. Did, did he? Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah, he did. He did. Oh, my God. You know, and look, we can we can all sort of say you know point at certain. Look, no, nobody makes a perfect. The film. postman. The <laughs> I've never allowed myself. I have never ever allowed myself. Shit me, bro. <laughs> no, well, never, f- never. Yeah. So, yeah. On on that bombshell. Yeah, you had to kill it, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> let's let, let let's score this. Okay. I'm scoring it one out of ten. 
purely for the cow shooting scene. <laughs> that I, is the only merit I can find in this. I am giving this one one out of ten. And the only reason I am giving it one out of ten is because I nearly pissed myself laughing at Barry Pepper throwing the stick at the spaceship. It, it, it just, yeah, when when, you, when your lead actor just does something stupid, and, and it's a really sort of spastic throw as well, when he picks it up and just throws it out. No, no. It's... It really, really, really is a honking pile of horseshit. Yes. It really is. There's nothing. And I think sometimes you do go back thinking, oh, well, it can't be that bad. <laughs> if, right, if after this, right, if any of you ever have that moment, it can't be that bad. I dare you. Go Honestly, on. You will be shocked. It's It's so, so so bad it's just I wonder if they, the, the, the non-sold DVDs were ever used as landfill or, <laughs> or whether those toys were melted down and recycled you know to make other you know more educational toys well I think distributed free to the to the, to the to the communities you know what you know what happens don't you the people go you know John Travolta at his house his wife is going John We've got a garage full of these DVDs. When are you going to throw them out? No, no, I can't, I can't. I, no, look, honestly, these toys will be worth something. When John, come on. Throw, we've got to, we, look, I want to, you know, I want to put a running machine over there. You know, we, we can't even put the lawnmower in the garage. <laughs> well, the kids' paddling pool is supposed to be over there. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, the thing is, though, have you actually seen John DeVolta's garage? Yes, it's big. It, it it's bigger than Pony Pool. Yeah, it's got a Boeing seven four seven in it. <laughs> <laughs> a private seven four seven. Yeah, yeah. So, like we said, one out of one out of ten. John, you got an open invitation to come on and argue with us about it. Please, well, you can even fly us over. Not a problem. <laughs> Not a problem. So. Yeah. Just don't um, make us watch it. Yeah. yeah. I can't do it again. I think I'd probably say no, John. If you no. if we had to watch it with Oh, we could do a commentary together. I, I actually yeah. Why not? <laughs> can it'd you just, imagine? It'd just be embarrassed silence. Can you, and apparently I, I I don't know how right this is. Apparently the DVD has an audio commentary from the director on it. Oh, I'll have to look. Oh, I'd have to look. I don't know if you I wouldn't have the fucking balls to do that. <laughs> I wouldn't have the fucking balls. Right. When when would he record that? Would he done it before the film was released? I don't know. Maybe when he was in rehab and he was detoxing or... <laughs> <laughs> After his leg had been reconnected so he wasn't filming everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is your bonus episode for Battlefield Earth. We, we do apologise. We do apologise. <laughs> not, <Again>. really. <laughs> <laughs> not really. No, not really. Do you know what? We'll make another great uh, bonus episode that we'll do at some point that we should do. What? Jupiter Ascending. You can fuck off. <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I shall see you soon, Mr. Winston. It's always a pleasure. Take care, man. Bye-bye.
This is our from Cadavercast. You've been listening to Thunder Wookie. The back.